Talking about what's new with Los Angeles Clippers There's always so much to discuss Let's jump right in It's LA Clips Forum LA Clippers It's LA Clips Forum With Jesse and Brian Welcome to the LA Clips Forum My name is Brian Andrew I'm here with my co-host Jesse Sandoval, what's up guys? That was beautiful. Like, this is an audio format, but people don't know this. I saw you, like, drag the microphone closer to your face right now. It was, it was beautiful. <laughs> I really hope it picks up, like, the sound of me hitting it. Like, <laughs> I, I, sometimes I wish we did, like, a video feed uh, so we could, like, show these, like, how our mannerisms are on the podcast. But yeah. I also am wearing, like, a white tee with the sleeves cut off right now. <laughs> and I, I look like I look like garbage, so there's a benefit of just doing the audio format right no yeah absolutely we can do it in our pjs naked uh not that we do it naked but there's a possibility we could do it yeah absolutely so, <laughs> so if you're living under a rock you woke up this morning you're li- you're spending your monday you're doing some stuff you know clipper nation some news happened today Luke Kennard threw that ball down during that workout, right? I don't even know. I don't even 100% know what the workout was, but I know Luke Kennard dunked the ball, getting ready for a prophecy of the LeBron James poster to prove who the true king of Ohio is. How stoked were you when you saw that? I had flashbacks of Dr. Strange looking at the multiple like possibilities of what the outcome was. And I was just like, I think we just made an outcome where Luke is going to poster lebron james in the middle of the season it's gonna be amazing uh am i excited yes am i really excited hell yes <laughs> like he he looks like he probably has to like confidently be on like on a moving at, at a speed like he just won't do it you know he won't like post them up and do it right <laughs> like yeah. like, like Shaq. <laughs> he needs a running uh running he needs a running a runway he yeah a runway. he needs a like a running start i'm assuming on the fast break lebron's gonna try to catch him try to get the block shot and then Luke Kennard is just going to, like, posterize him. See, uh, what, what I envision is that he's going to go and he's going to he's gonna throw out the backboard and just f-ing poster LeBron James. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It, 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 made, it made my day. After a day of some <laughs> some interesting Clippers Twitterness was, going on. Yeah, seriously, it was really stressful today. Because I feel like today's podcast is basically the calm before the Woj bombs that are coming mm-hmm. up you know like we're just we're just all right we can still kind of talk about what we think the clippers will do what what our opinions are and stuff like that and then eventually basically by the next episode it's highly likely we're gonna have a new clipper on the team either we drafted him or we traded for him you know it's mm-hmm. highly likely that we're gonna have a new clipper by the time we do our next episode yep. these, these are very interesting times i it's weird because we've been out of the playoffs for so long that i it's I'm, I'm like, I'm like, oh man, I feel like the, the offseason has been long. But like, if you think about it from like, I, I guess a Boston Warriors perspective, like free agency starts like two weeks after they just finished their finals, <laughs> you know? So, um, but for us, we've been waiting for this day for a very long time. Yep. Uh, we've had it marked on the calendars and we're ready for it. Yeah. There's been workouts though. We just mm-hmm. brought up Luke Kennard, you know, practicing his LeBron posters uh there's like a beach workout or something earlier this week or over the weekend 
Did you see uh, Jason Preston get absolutely burned in that foot in that beach football game? Yeah, Paul George. Well, Paul George just. I don't. I don't even think he did a like a move. He just went past him. I don't. I don't know if that says a lot about Jason Preston's defense coming up in the in the, in the season. But uh, I don't. I don't know if you have any takes on Jason Preston's <laughs> uh, defensive back skills. Uh, no, no takes at all. It's a, it's a different sport. So hopefully, uh, <laughs> what we saw there it doesn't translate to the court. What's your uh, Monday morning quarterback uh, stance on the fact that we have players that are injury prone playing in a very uneven surface <laughs> at the beach? <laughs> like like us uh, uh, guys who don't work out at all are just like, yo, those are professional athletes. What are they doing? They have a championship to win. <laughs> Dude, I'm like 30 years old and like I went hiking and I messed up my back and I haven't like exercised since. <laughs> I'm just like, you know what? Let me heal myself. I'm like, uh, let me wait till this goes away and then I'll start working out again. Um, and just to see Paul George out there, like, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. it was nerve wracking. <laughs> right. And, well, and then he does a 360 dunk to like the whole, like, I feel like in a two hour span, Obviously, the football stuff came out, I think, like yesterday or something. But like in a two hour span, we just got every single Clipper person basically saying, you know what? I'm just going to throw it down. I'm, we've been rested for about a month and a half. We're just going to go kill it right now. And uh, it, it's, it's beautiful to see, but it does make me nervous. Yeah, it's like it's like they just got out of uh, the pandemic, you know. Just, <laughs> like Jay, Scrubs, Jay Scrubs out there playing basketball. And I'm like, I thought that guy was out. <laughs> and so. This, exciting it, news though right it's exciting and i know Kyrie's uh Kyrie. Ooh. Oh. <laughs> oh man i just those are some bad uh, that's a bad clippers omen right oh. there Kawhi <laughs> has felt, been working out <laughs> i just felt a shiver down my spine right now <laughs> yes Kawhi has been working out that is the news that we need to focus on most yeah um he's looking good he is looking like he's ready for the season and honestly i cannot wait wait must speak this into existence to run it back with an additional pick from the from the draft. So you're, want- you're in the back of the room. So Damo hit us up and he was like, hey, you guys need to talk because I, Clippers Twitter has been nuts the uh-huh. last week or so. Clippers Twitter has been basically having this like back and forth, like we need to run it back. We need to get this player. We need to get that player. So Damo hit us up, who's basically part of our, you know, extended universe at this point said hey you guys need to talk about should we run it back or should we get a player blah 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 and some Kyrie news came out from Shams today and he basically said the Nets and Kyrie are not coming to an agreement or there's a stalemate basically and Kyrie might opt to testing free agency and then it says these teams are interested Clippers, Lakers, and the Knicks, which I feel like for the last two decades, you could probably say the Lakers and the Knicks are always interested in player that's having disgruntled issues with their team. So it was interesting that the Clippers and Lakers were listed because we're both hard cap teams. Yeah. So it would have to happen with, with the trade. Like he'd have to opt in and trade. Or opt out and sign for the MLE, which he probably wouldn't do. Now, if Kyrie wants to opt out and sign for $5 million to play for our team, sure. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, uh, c- come on over. 
yeah like tell tell us how flat the earth is go for it (laughs) like if you're gonna sign for five million dollars tell us how flat that earth is buddy you know uh tell us that uh don't get vaccines you know if the if the crip says you know we have vaccine mandates it's fine dude you're just a five million dollar player you know it's fine you can just go go chill somewhere i don't think that's going to happen he would have to opt in and we would have to trade a lot of players to get him i don't think that's a good idea <laughs> <laughs> and we're done yeah another podcast <laughs> so what is this this is the shortest podcast we've ever done i know um I wish we can only leave it at that. Unfortunately, that is not what we've been seeing on the Twitter. Um, it's been going ramped, uh, rampant about all these trade suggestions that I, I just, I wish people would realize that like as much as of a talent that Kyrie Irving has or is, we have two star players that aren't always going to be available throughout the season. I feel like as Trent said, uh, in our chats, you know, that there's going to be some rest dates for these guys. And we're going to get another player that doesn't really have a lot of availability, which is um, a little concerning. And mm-hmm. especially after this last season where our depth took us almost to the almost to the playoffs. I mean, how why would you want to get rid of that? <laughs> I, 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 yeah. How should I put this? We have two max guys. So every other player on the team has to have – I guess, value, right? It's a person that is better than probably what you're paying them to be. Or a, or in the Warriors case, you were able to keep paying them and the owner just kept paying the tax, right? That's what the Warriors situation is. That's why they have so many players getting paid probably more than they deserve. Draymond Green, for example. Uh, <laughs> uh, I don't care what anyone says. <laughs> like he, He's not worth more than maybe three million dollars but he he happens to get paid a lot more than that i hot take i feel like amir coffee could play for the warriors and do the <laughs> exact same thing all right so he might not piss as many people off and there might not be fu amir coffee chance in boston but hey i'm just saying he might be the most likable guy on the warriors let's say let's just say that. <laughs> yeah that's true uh i'm glad He's not on the Warriors. I'm glad he could sign the qualifying offer to play for our team. Got a little off topic there. But uh, <laughs> we have two max guys. So, you know, everybody else is a value. Like getting Norman Powell at $15 million or so, and his contract's going to eventually get to 18. That's a really good value. Having Reggie Jackson for $11 million is a really good value. Having Zoo for $7.5 million is a really good value. And eventually, yeah. We're going to pay these guys. They're already on the team, so it's just a matter of our owner paying the tax. But the community and the chemistry, like you saw, like all our guys are working out with each other. Yeah. Why would you disrupt that? So you could bring in Kyrie who could, I don't know, be frustrated one day and just like not play. <laughs> like it's, it's totally fine. He has every right to do that. But, yeah, so I believe Kyrie is a top 20 player in the league yeah and in most cases you would want a top 20 player on your team but i wouldn't want a top 20 player on my team it kind of goes back to the pat beverly thing right it's just like he just was never there right Mm -hmm. he was great at what he did he just wasn't there yeah i think i would go past availability too i think also like his 
don't know. I, 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 he does, like he's, I think the main point is also he disrupts a lot of the chemistry. And our guys have gelled really well together. They've had several seasons together. Um, they've grown together, essentially. Mm-hmm. Um, T-Man, Luke Kennard, um, Brandon Boston's going to – he has another second – another year and – Another season is going to have another season under his belt. Sorry, I just started like thinking of something else. I don't know why. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> it's one of the. It's one of I the just saw another. <laughs> yeah, I, I just saw another alternate like ending to the season. <laughs> uh, sorry about that. Yeah, uh, well, what I'll get to is that uh, Carrie's not worth it. Honestly, losing your depth, he's not worth that. Um, and one thing that we wanted to mention was the fact that Reggie Jackson has mm-hmm. been included in many of the trade talks and. Um, you, you made the point where uh, it just seems like there's no, I guess, respect for Reggie Jackson and what he's done for this. I want to say club for some reason, like like worldwide like soccer. We're, but. We are we are a club, you know. <laughs> have you seen but, those uh, LA Clipper basketball club hats that the fan shop sells? No, I have not. All right, well, we're a club. <laughs> <laughs> we're a club, you know. All right. Jeez, um, you threw me off for a second. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> but um, without him, we wouldn't have made it into the Western Conference Finals. Mm-hmm. Without him, we wouldn't have been able to be in the playing tournament. All right. I I don't understand the disrespect for Reggie Jackson. I don't know what else he can do. What, I don't know what else Reggie could do, you know, to earn that respect, I guess. <clears throat> if I could clear my throat on this one. You're right. Yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm good. I'm good. I'm just, you know, I'm trying to make sure what I'm about to say is, is, is heard. All right. All right. Go. The man has the most iconic moment in the Clippers-Lakers rivalry of all time. Name another Clippers thing. I'm sure there's one. I'm sure someone could bring it like, oh, remember this thing from Lob City? No. Nobody has ever done the skip to win a game-winning basket against the Lakers. And people have the nerve to say this guy should not be on the team or should be replaced by somebody else. No. I don't want to hear it. Not only that, after the skip, he goes back and makes Russell Westbrook try to trip him. And then Russell Westbrook tries to take the ball from him in a dead ball situation. Doesn't. And then makes a three when LeBron's closing out on him on the next (laughs) possession. And we're trying to get rid of this guy. It's it baffles me. That people don't think like, oh, real Reggie Reggie Jackson's not a championship point guard. Like what? <laughs> he, he's gonna. He will probably go down as the most successful Clippers point guard in history because he has taken us to more Western Conference appearances than Chris Paul. Yeah. And if our if the predictions are correct and we are healthy, pretty good chance he'll take us to our first finals. If everyone stays healthy. Yep. Absolutely agree with you. And Reggie Jackson is the perfect clipper. Every time we it's it's either Lou Will, it's Patrick Beverly. Reggie Jackson's this era of 
the perfect clipper. Mm-hmm. Works his ass off, puts the team on his back. When, like I said, I always, I always make this comparison. He's like, if you were to do an NBA 2K rating, he's probably in the 70s before last season. And he put the team on his back. When Paul George hurt his elbow, all of Clipper Nation on Christmas Day last year was just like, man, this is rough. Our podcast viewer, our podcast listeners hit a dip. It was just, it was, just, it was all disastrous. We we're like, ah, oh, what are we gonna do? The season's over. And Reggie Jackson put the team on his back, and we were playing the Timberwolves and the Pelicans twice after the regular season ended. We couldn't just close it up. Lost the lottery pick because we weren't gonna get in anyway. But Reggie Jackson put the team on his back, mm-hmm. and for people to be like, you know what? You know what you do? Let's replace the guy. <laughs> <laughs> or let's put him in the trade to get Kyrie Irving. Why? We I was I was talking I was talking to Trent the other day and we were saying like, well, do you think what do you think if Reggie Jackson was on the Celtics right now, what, what would have happened in the finals? He would have probably drove to the basket and finished at the rim because yeah. I don't know how many times the Celtics drove to the rim and did not and just passed it out. Like, what are you doing? Yep. <laughs> Steph Curry's on you right now and he's trailing <laughs> you. And you're going to throw it to, like, Al Horford or something. <laughs> They're giving reasons why people think that uh, Curry's a sneaky defender, you know? so <laughs> He's not. It's just, like, I guess. I know. It's, 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 it was, it was I, really I absolutely agree. Watch. I, was, he puts a lot of effort on defense. But let's be honest. He runs around, but he can't guard. <laughs> like, right. like, I, 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 I love that he gives effort. I'll acknowledge that, but to say that he's a lockdown defender, okay, yeah, calm down. And True. all like every time he's like uh, locking down somebody, I'm seeing him play against Al Horford. I'm like, <laughs> and yeah, and then he occasionally gets his hand in the passing lane, and then all of a sudden he he's getting all defensive votes or something. <laughs> like, <laughs> like every time someone he he guarded someone and someone didn't come to help, he got right past. Everyone got right past Steph Curry. And Seth Curry was picking up fouls when they were actually being called. And then eventually, you know, the, the rest stopped calling him. And then all of a sudden, he's scoring 40-something points a game. Sure. You won finals MVP. You're one of the best point guards of all time. You could have that. You still can't play defense. Right. So, <laughs> I'm, what, I, what, I'm, what I'm about to say, though, is most NBA teams would love to have Reggie Jackson. Yep. No, I, I, would, I would probably say more than tw- – I would probably say more than 25 teams would love to have – No, I'll, all 30 teams would love to have a Reggie Jackson, mm-hmm. including ours. And that's why we're not trading him and we're not replacing him with Kyrie Irving. Amen, brother. Right, Amen. So I had to get off my soapbox. The soapbox is beginning to crack a little bit. Can't support my weight. But I was able to get my, get my point across. No, I, I, I have been converted. <laughs> I see the light. I have joined the, the Reggie Jackson cult. Um yeah, I just I, I don't I don't get it, man. Like we haven't seen this team. The only time we've seen this team healthy was in the bubble. And we had Doc Rivers as our coach. So <laughs> and who, then who who didn't play Reggie Jackson for the first like part of that series? One of my favorite moments, one of my favorite <laughs> Doc Rivers isms. I know what you're gonna bring up. <laughs> he did not play Reggie Jackson since like game one or something. And then just throws Reggie Jackson in game seven, and he just bricks like two threes in a row and just yanks him back out. Like, what? What kind of coaching is that? Like, gear him up, dude. Like, I bet you Reggie Jackson had no idea he was going to go in that game. <laughs> I guarantee he didn't. 
He didn't even have his shorts on. <laughs> <laughs> he was like, oh, what? You haven't played me all series, coach. He had jeans. Uh, <laughs> yeah, street clothes. Don't wear, uh, he was wearing street clothes. Um, yeah, man. Like, uh, Clipper fans just – I think you, you said it many times. I, I think we've forgotten how bad we were in the past and how we've become very impatient with the process. It's it's one thing to say it, uh, say it like mid-season, right, before the trade deadline, and we're not – we're struggling. That's another thing to say it before we even see this full team, this healthy this healthy team on the court. No, I agree. And it's another thing to say it before, like, we've even drafted anyone and before free agency even started. Mm-hmm. Like, I understand if we started the season and players are not playing up to expectations or something, mm-hmm. then, like, in February next season, we could be like, ah, oh, you know what? Maybe we'll, maybe we could move off to move off of Reggie Jackson, or maybe we couldn't move off of this. I would I I think Reggie Jackson should be a lifer, but I could see why the conversation would start in like December, January of next year. Yeah, I don't think it should be happening in June after the season these guys just had. Like I understand, I I, I get suckered into some of these these like um fun trade scenarios like especially like in may when we were doing those episodes and i was throwing like Harden out there and so it's because it's fun but like now we're about to have a bunch of woes bombs <laughs> and i'm like all right you know what like it was fun talk, but let's let's be serious now <laughs> we need to run it back yeah and the asterisk to that and i think this is kind of what's going that kind of correlates with this week is the draft is this week mm-hmm. and like like we, we've kind of taken a stand that we're not going to talk about players because there's a bunch of mock drafts out there who have different style players out there you know if you want to talk you want to listen to a podcast that talks about the draft listen to the law of the jam podcast um they they go into detail about some of these guys but i don't know like like i said the clippers will work out a ton of people and then the draft day will come and they'll move up and take someone that we had no idea they're going to draft so i'm just i'm not going to talk about it yeah but Marcus Morris, his name I feel like has been highlighted by Clippers Twitter and people coming up to the draft. Like, all right, it seems like this is the week where if a Marcus Morris trade were to happen. Personally, I would I think maybe this is me thinking too much as a, as a fan. I feel like Marcus Morris deserves to be part of, part of this process of getting a ring. Like how we kind of feel about Lou Will, right? Mm-hmm. Like how Lou Will was like a trend and Pat Bev. Like the the I think the biggest heartbreak with those trades were now those people probably won't be part of the process of us maybe possibly getting our first ring, which we yeah. feel like they deserve to be part of that process. So I kind of feel that way about Marcus Mars. It's just like, you know, the report came out. We ended up signing Rob, Robert Covington. So I do feel like, you know, if if someone's gonna move, it might be him. Do you think Marcus Morris is a Clipper by the end of let's just say three weeks from now. I I hope he is. Uh, I I think there's a spot for Marcus Morris if uh, if this team is healthy. I think he's uh, capable of being the third option for scoring. Obviously not defensively, <laughs> mm-hmm. but um, yeah, he he's played a huge factor in this play in this um, sorry in this team in this organization. Uh, he brings a lot of grit, uh, a lot of tough toughness, mental, uh, a lot of toughness. Sorry, I am first conversation of the day, honestly. <laughs> <laughs> it's seven. <p.m. laughs> so let me, uh, let me let me let me wind that back. He brings a lot of mental, uh, tough mentality. Um, like I said, he has that like uh, I don't give a fuck. I'll take the shot. <laughs> <kind of mentality. laughs> 
and like he knocks them down when we need it. So uh, he balled out last the last game of the season in the plan. Um, I, I still think he has some some in the tank for us for our championship aspirations. Now, but I think there is still a good chance that he'd probably get traded because he's the most tradable guy. Um, His contract's pretty good. He plays a position where we kind of found his replacement already in a way. And worst case scenario, if we trade him, our third string would probably be Amir Coffee, which is not a bad replacement. Yeah. So it makes a lot of sense. And his contract could kind of work to get us a, a, a really good player. I know a lot of people throw like Luke Kennard's contract in there to say, you know, that could be good enough to get us like a 30 plus million player, but you know, Luke Kennard's throwing, throwing down the hammer now. So I don't think the, <laughs> I don't think we should be doing that. And uh, like, to me, it's just like, I get that, that if as a Clipper fan, if the Clippers do that, if they're like, here's Marcus, here's Luke. And we got a 30 plus million dollar player who I'm assuming is really good. Fine. I, 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 I wouldn't be happy with it at all, but uh to play uh i've heard this uh i heard this on a wrestling podcast to play devil's avocado <laughs> uh, <laughs> if if the whole point of getting luke canard at one point was to trade him when his stock was high his stock's not higher than it is now being the high like having the highest three-point percentage in the league making getting the runner-up in the three-point contest people know he's a threat like people legit when he gets on the court he has gravity now mm-hmm. like deep like the coaches actually had to come up with defensive schemes for Luke Kennard. That's crazy. That's crazy to think about. Mm-hmm. So if the if the Clippers are thinking like, well, maybe with Paul George and Kawhi back, maybe having just a spot up three guys not gonna necessarily fit the plans. Which I I don't see. I'm like talking out my ass at this point, but I'm just saying like maybe they're having these conversations. Maybe they're gonna be like, you know what? We could trade Marcus, trade Luke. Luke would actually be the best part of the trade. And they bring in a disgruntled 30 plus million dollar player. And that guy is now part of our team. But I don't know. I wouldn't do it. To be honest, just bring your room back. I, I just spent five minutes selling everyone on a point that didn't need to be sold on. But I'm just, <laughs> I'm just, you know, feeling for content, I guess, at this point until those Woj bombs come. Like, to be honest, we're just, we're just talking. We're just chilling until those Woj bombs come. Like we're <laughs> you've been watching Wolf of Wall Street some of this Like we're basically I was just sitting around, I was like, oh, it's time to do another podcast. <laughs> but I, I was I was I was the finals ended on Thursday. It's now Monday, and I thought we would get a Clippers Woj bomb by now. And we'd be like, Oh, this is it. But we really we got a Shams Woj bomb about like, I don't know, the Clippers uh might look at Kyrie's contract or something. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> that's what we got today a bunch of bs that's what we got um yeah i absolutely agree with you um run it back why not we like everybody right yeah everyone's likable they all like each other <laughs> that's the key so there was like a video that i saw this week of like nick Batum versus marcus morris in a swaddling contest to learn how they could swaddle a baby faster or whatever and uh, Marcus Morris won that. And then, like, this little graphic popped up where it's like 2022, like, Swaddle King. And I will be pissed off if I can't use that next season. 
Marcus has to come back so I can use that that still of the video I found. If he wins finals MVP, you need to get a Marcus Morris tattoo. That's a swaddle king. <laughs> if he wins final MVP, does he have to win finals? He, he has to win finals MVP. Yep. You're in. All right. If, if Marcus <laughs> Morris wins finals MVP, I will get a swaddle king tattoo. <laughs> there you go. So I'm, I'm going to ask you this because I asked you this in a private chat recently. If the Clippers were to be like, you know what, 15th guy on the roster, why don't we just bring Ronnie Hood back? And would you buy his jersey? But what's yes. to say, even if he, gets if he, cut, if he comes even, back, I'm buying a jersey. Even if he gets cut at training camp. But this offseason, the front office <laughs> said, eh, why don't we run it back? We're run- what's, what's really run it back? And- I- <laughs> If he gets cut, I am definitely going to buy that jersey because it's going to be half off. <laughs> there we go. See, there so I'll, I'll copy so, regardless. Okay, because I, I I was I had this like all right, I get that maybe you wouldn't do it last season because we had the twenty piece rule, but I just thought like how hardcore would it be if like Jerry West was like, well, let's just bring Ronnie back. Like you, would they could sign anybody to a vet man, and they're just like, well, let's just bring Ronnie back. <laughs> so you know, uh, Lou Will's available, right? <laughs> like, He's like, you know, we get we get Blake Griffin, and they're like. No, yeah, well, and like Ronnie's in the same room as them. <laughs> like, why would you bring back that guy? <laughs> like, they don't even know who he is. They're like, who's that guy? Well, and they're like, that's Ronnie Hood. He's like, well, let's just sign that guy. <laughs> I thought he was an intern. <laughs> <laughs> huh? I thought he was one of the assistant coaches. All right. I'm going to get a Rodney Hood jersey if he comes back. Guaranteed. If, 100%. if semi, okay. Someone needs to. Someone needs to keep me on this all right if semi ogele's jersey drops under a hundred dollars but it has to be nike not that fanatics jersey it has to be a nike jersey if it falls under a hundred dollars i'll get it i just can't i can't justify spending a hundred dollars on a semi ogele jersey that somebody else is gonna be like why is that guy wearing a semi ogele jersey but they don't know that you know number one fan over here draft into my all-time clippers team by the way <laughs> even though like i feel like i've gone on multiple podcasts and said like reggie jackson's the true point guard in clippers history and i took chris paul and which like we i don't think have we've had a podcast since we had that dark draft no we didn't i drafted Montrezl Harold too just for the you know just so my locker room could fall and he's going through some legal stuff so hopefully he's doing okay oh, but yeah. uh but um now those laws in kentucky aren't the laws we have we have here in california <laughs> yeah, i'm kind of glad i live in kentucky <laughs> <laughs> i wake up every day pretty grateful that i live in california i am not going to be honest with you i'm not going to be honest with you <laughs> oh my goodness uh, i just can't picture living in a small town you know <laughs> just like, it's just the whole state each other <laughs> it's just the whole state you're like i can't i can't live in a small town <laughs> Oh my goodness! Uh, <laughs> uh, this is why I was going to give you Kyrie Irving news, man. He kind of he threw me off balance. Throw me off. Uh, yeah. Well, he gave us something to talk about. Um, <laughs> that was the only clips for him. <laughs> <laughs> yep. You can find our podcast where you find your podcast. Go on Apple Podcasts and leave us like a five star rating. Maybe not after the last podcast we just did, but listen to another one and be like, you know what? That was, that was worth the five-star rating. This last podcast we did? Yeah. I don't know. 
uh go on spotify and uh leave us a rating there as well but i understand that people go on there and listen to some misinformation from another podcast that goes on goes up on there so come to our podcast and be like you know what this clippers podcast a lot better here's a five-star rating we have some stuff coming up in the summer i think it's gonna be fun it's gonna be interesting we have extra content um and we will have a twitter space this thursday for the clippers draft so come on there give us your thoughts please try not to tell us the draft uh trade for rudy gobert and we'll i think i think it will be a nice fun space yeah <laughs> <laughs> absolutely agree join us Have good fun. job jesse <laughs> this the editing of this podcast will be a chore <laughs> and Thank you for listening to our podcast. You could be doing anything with your time, but you decided to spend 30 minutes to about an hour with us every week. And we appreciate that. Yep. Do appreciate that. Yep. You, you, you could be listening to any other podcast in the world. You could be doing anything. You could be doing dishes. You could be at the beach. You could be watching college baseball on ESPN plus, but you're like, you know what? I'm going to be listening to the LA Clips Forum. To be honest, that sounds pretty boring. I'm not going to lie. <laughs> well, you know, you know, you know, it's probably extra boring watching college <laughs> baseball, but you have uh, the LA, LA Clips Forum on in the background. <laughs> <laughs> that, that's going to put you to sleep for sure. And we're out. <laughs> Thank you, Trent, for the outro. Later. Thank you for joining Brian Andrew and Jesse Sandoval for this episode of LA Clips Forum. For all the over and backs, loose balls, clear paths, and tip-ins. Catch LA Clips Forum every week. The podcast for fans, by fans. Clipper Nation, we'll catch you on the rebound. Oh yeah. I, and yeah. I, I I think I think Kyrie is good. I like you said he's a very good on the court. I I think he's a top. I think he's a top. Uh, <laughs> uh, I think uh, I think uh, Lucy doesn't agree with you at all. Yeah, she wants Kyrie. <laughs> so I'll probably start off with uh, you know you believe Kyrie is a top ten. Yeah, top twenty. Top twenty. <laughs> good thing you took that back, right? Yeah. <laughs> Lucy stopped you. She yeah. Stopped you. What the <laughs> fuck? <laughs> Stop! <laughs> <laughs>